A podcast network. Hi, this is your old friend Dave Alvin, and right this second, you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with your pal Andras Jones. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio, tempting fate. Putting questions to the songs which we will randomly select with the help of our friend Synchronicity Radio 8 Ball Give us a shake Radio 8 Ball Give us a shake It's a Radio 8 Ball show Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andros Jones, hanging out here at Starburns Industries with our musical guest, Joe Bourdais. Hey, everybody. All right. And he's got a friend who's joining him here. (laughs) Actually in the studio, came out... With the promise of Ruffles potato chips and mini carrots. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Wayne Failer. Thank you. It's you get enough pleasure mini- to be here. You get enough mini carrots? <laughs> I don't partake in the mini carrots myself. Yeah, you get a little wild. You get, you get a little wild. They're a little you get sweet. Carotene in you. They're just- a little sweet. I find them a little sweet, and the texture is a little weird. Is there They're any other? Wet. Wayne, wet. are there any other vegetables on the veggie plate that you preferred? I don't eat a ton of raw vegetables. Gonna be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Your your colon's not too happy about I'm that. Although I'm a vegetarian, he's really? I tend to not oh. eat a ton of raw vegetables. He's Fruits, always been. Yeah, a, I'm he's down. Been a picky Fruit. eater. Yes. Okay. Me okay. And my mom used now to we all know something about at the, at the at the dining t- dining table. It was just a battle. My battle royale. Yeah, they would make us sit there. And just, like, until we finished it. And then when they weren't looking, we would, like, tuck in the back of our shirt and throw the food down our back and just say we had to go to the bathroom. Then we'd go to the bathroom, empty the shirt, boom. You're off. Pretty good. You're out of the dinner table. You're out of the standoff. You won. By losing. By By, No, by tricking your parents, you won. And that's a, it was a valuable lesson. <laughs> so now you yeah. associate. So when you showed up here and you saw that visual play, did you see like this is an opportunity to win? Did you did you stick any no, of my vegetables no. down your pants? <laughs> no. If you guys if you guys had made me sit there till I ate one, well now I'm yeah. an adult. I'm not a child anymore. I would actually probably eat a raw vegetable, but so, it's just not my choice. You wouldn't you wouldn't let you wouldn't don't let anyone put you in a situation where you feel like you have to eat a raw vegetable just because they're keeping you sitting there. You are all, you are yeah, an adult. You're, it's like backing you can have an animal into a corner. You yeah. don't want to do it. They yeah. will lash out. It's and put dangerous. That, it's dangerous. They'll put you in their pouch and then dump you out later mm-hmm. on. So, uh, so, Joe, what is it about what 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 inspired you to invite Wayne? Besides his diet, I'm sure which you're which you're pretty interested in. He but, was in town. He was in town. Is he? Oh, it, that's flattering. What, Thank what, you what, very much, Joe. What do we need to know about? What do we know about this guy? <laughs> is he a musician? Well, I've known Wayne uh, since uh, probably 2004. Or five, uh, we uh, have been in the same band yet at different times. 
The uh, Whispering Pines? Were you, no. Were you a Whispering Pine? No. No, this is the shore. The shore? The shore. The shore. Mm. Oh, it's all Maverick, nature. Maverick Records. Yeah. Uh, pinups. Recording artists. Maverick Records, pinups, and recording artists. Yeah. Really? You were on Maverick Records? Well, I was post-record deal. I was at the tail end of the record deal, <clears throat> which... Yeah, you got in on any end of the record deal. That's good. Anytime I'm involved with a band, it's usually right before a timely demise of some sort. Oh no, you could say that about any band. They don't last that long. Bands don't last that. They long. They don't last that long. Sorry unless unless they have kids. success and there's a reason to like keep it going. <clears throat> it's hard. Everyone knows it's hard. Yeah. yeah. Well, we should talk more about Wayne's current. Wait, well, we should, but I just want to so in the shore, so because we're we were getting a little triptych through yeah. our musical guest's yeah. career. So the shore was a band, because I think it's a little bit confusing. It was a band that was signed before either of you were in it. I was in it at the tail end of their con, like right before the second record, and then at- we did the second record together, and then I think you joined. After the second record, I joined because your availability the, sucked, <laughs> and he needed true. and he needed uh, somebody to fill. So and you're both Someone and you're both guitar, it, you're both, both guitar, guitar guys. Players, you yeah. ca- you came in with your guitars. Oh yeah. So this is it's like Good a Yardbird time. situation, and one of you is Jeff Beck, and one of you is yeah, Jimmy you can Page. Because a well, lot of people played with in the shore. Wayne would be uh, Page. It's a big shore. A lot of people were on that shore playing yeah. to to my Jeff Beck. I, yeah, if I'm a big hypothetically, page guy. I'm we a were, page guy. If sure. we were ever in a band, but in the, chronologically, double guitars, right? But chronologically, in the in the Yardbirds, Beck predated Page. Oh, they were together at the same time. Together, but then it was wasn't Beck it Beck? Left, right, Beck left. It was Beck Yard- and Page joined at the same time. They were well. I don't know the replacing. Spe- I don't know everything about the Yardbirds, but yeah. I do know that Beck and Page were a duo in the Yardbirds playing twin guitars. Beck left. Uh, the band exploded, became the new Yardbirds briefly, and then then Led Zeppelin. Zepp. Yeah. yeah, right. So, yeah. and the Shore had a similar trajectory. <laughs> Wayne did they? <laughs> Yeah, they the shore become a number player. of lead guitar yes. players. A lot of good lead guitar Fantastic. players. Fantastic. Yeah. Did they eventually become Maroon Five? No, they did not. <laughs> that was like Kara's Flowers or something. Mm. Like that. So, but who yeah. who did the shore event? Who was the guiding force behind the shore? Was there a main Our ben dear Ashley. dear friend Ben Ashley? Ben yeah. Ashley. Hi Ben, we love you. And he is continuing. We're gonna now we're gonna get to pivot to you, but just to yeah. give the last bow on the shore. He, your uh, Ben is now performing He's as the shore, artist. or is just Ben? He's a solo. He's like, he, yeah, he did one last record that was. It was just alone on the shore with. Yeah, ben. no, it was a three piece, and he did most of the lead guitars and right. stuff like that. Um, He's a monster. He yeah. could do anything he wants. Um, His I, voice is like yeah. it's just incredible, mm-hmm. incredible voice, and great guitar player. Cool. Indeed. Well, now, pivoting back to you, yeah. Wayne. Yeah. So you did your time in the shore, and then did you went off to, if we were going to continue the analogy, you went on to f- create the Wayne Failer. No, I think I joined band Marjorie group. Fair for a tour, opening up for Cheryl Crow and John Mayer. Wow. So it was my buddy Evan's band, and he was on, I can't remember what, what label he was on, uh, Capital, I think. And they they did one record on Capitol, but I I joined to just tour for that, and then I came back, and I think I played with the Shore again later. Wow! After Joe moved on to something else, Marjorie 
Fair. Marjorie, Marjorie Fair. Fair. Yeah. So you like being in bands. I do. I've always had my own band, and I've always liked playing other people's bands. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's a... It's an interesting way to approach the instrument because you're just you're just trying to do what you're trying to add your taste to someone else's song mm-hmm. and just add something that wouldn't be there without you or your where you're coming from your perspective your influences which is to me the most interesting part of bands is everybody has a different angle and that's what makes it greater than you know an individual and if you uh, I'm curious when you talk about uh, approaching it like that there's definitely going to be a difference between if you were the person who played the song on the record or if you get hired to go out and play live on stuff that someone else played on the record and yeah. you're learning somebody else's parts which are you in have you been in both situations I have been in both situations but I think I usually play for bands or I've played for bands that I respect or I like I get where they're coming from we sh- I definitely share influences with them so I I've played the part close to what it you know what it is on the record if I think it's good or I might add a couple little things or a little dissonance or something like that that I think should be there that's not there but um yeah I don't know I I, I, I it's fun to play in other people's bands there's less pressure too because it's not you don't have all the weight on your shoulders you're not someone else is stressing out about who what yeah, the draw is and, and singing I yeah. think is just like I love singing, but sometimes you're in front of a crowd and it's just like you can't get out of your head, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just you, you're, you're, your lyrics, you're out there on the line. And, yeah. you know, and sometimes I like that, but sometimes it's fun to just play guitar and only think about playing guitar and, you know. And when you play your own stuff, is it Wayne Thaler or is it a band? Uh, I had a band, Dream Boys, but I'm making a solo record right now. But I play in other people's bands currently, like uh, Bart Davenport and Devin Williams. You play with Bart? And, yeah. Oh, yeah. My fa- he's been one of my favorite for decades. Oh yeah, yeah. I played on his last two records, which really? has been really fun. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Great songwriter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very groovy guitar playing on those. On yeah. The last record, particularly oh, all of them. He yeah. always has every record has a different. It's always Bart, but it always has a like he's. There's a new shift on the bar. Oh, this is going to be a sort of a new wave take, or this is going to be a uh, folky 70s, or this is like right. I was a big fan of the Kinetics and what they were doing uh, with the Kinetics, yeah, yeah. and then the Loved Ones was another thing. Like all Those of these are different more, eras, yeah, of, R&B, yeah, moderns. But yeah, I I'm more on the new wave side because I grew up like loving new wave music yeah. and learning how to play guitar to new new wave music. You definitely so, hear that on this re- on the yeah, new record. So yeah, so that's what kind of where I came in. Those last two records have those kinds of guitar parts on it with you know, some and chorus and stuff like that. For those of you in Radioland, I believe that's called Bart and the Bedazzled, and the album is called Blue Motel. Yeah, that's, yes. the, that's, killer. that's the newest one. At the yeah. Blue Motel, yes. yeah. everyone's gone. Oh, I, told, I said not to sing because there's music playing under this. Sorry, mm-hmm. Double Knots by a Car for singing over your beautiful songs. I like, uh, I like Cleo. Oh, That's yes. my favorite track of that. And Cleo. I bet you you did the uh, kind of African influence. Yes, uh, I love African guitar line. Oh, that's yeah. a broad yeah. statement, but I, I like a lot of. I listen to a lot of Congolese. Yeah, I just yeah. So super into it. Uh, so now, so the and the the new record's going to be just from Wayne Thaler. Yeah, and yeah, do you have you yeah. come up? You must have come up with some. 
I mean, you spent your whole life with that last name and hearing every joke that must have been <laughs> could be possibly made. Sounds like if you've lived your life in opposition to this name, it sounds like you've been just doing nothing but succeeding. But have yeah, you yeah. have you thought of does like the possibilities are endless with how you can do what you can do with naming your record? Are you just gonna avoid that entirely? Probably entirely. I don't know what I'm going to even call it. Yeah, I, th I think it's just going to be my name or, or just my last name. Yeah, <laughs> I think I dealt. I dealt with like people teasing me for like Wayne more than my last. Really, name. Like, Wayne, Wayne, go away, or like you know stuff oh. like that. Kids are dumb. Yeah. It's like it's like the Leon, the Cyrano de Bergerac. You know the scene where he. He says, that's the best that you can come up with. Have you tried this or this or this? And he has a million, he's 20, 30 different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you're, I have this and you're making fun of Wayne? Oh, it's true. I, want, I, need to go, I need to find a band to go on tour with. You yeah, guys are idiots. I can't think of, like, I can't even think of one for my last name. Just kind of my first name. Oh, no, maybe that's your question failure, for the like, you know, Wayne Failure or something like that. But that's not really that I clever. I tried that. It's not that clever. It's not I don't feel clever. good about myself after Joe yeah, was also known as Joe Bardot, but we won't get into that. Joe Bardot? Is that, is that a reference to Bridget or to the Bardot or the Buddhist purgatory idea? Uh, it's not that intelligent. I think it's... Uh, we're. It was, or is it the wine? It was a, mis it's a mispronunciation <laughs> uh, that some yeah. somebody did one time that with a specific southern drawl that I thought we thought was quite funny. Yeah. Well, why don't we get into your question for the Pop okay. Oracle, Wayne? What is what is your question um, for the Pop Oracle of I'm going to go Joe's a little music? more abstract. Go, go, go. Let's do What does it mean to be free? What does it mean? Let's see, Joe. That's nice. To what is be free. Okay. And now to engage the Pop Oracle, Wayne, you get to spin the wheel of 8. Okay. Na 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 na. We love eight. That's that where it landed. Okay. It's, you know. Any kind of movement. So that song. was song number one. Is it a 12-string song? That's the question. Which is Seamist. Sure is. What does it mean to be free? That's as close as it I care to get it for radio. Did you hear a problem? It's 12 string. It's supposed it's to be string. slightly yeah. out of tune. It's out of, that's slightly the point. out of tune. If it was all in tune perfectly, you wouldn't be able to hear the difference between the strings. That's one of the secrets to the top three. Secrets. So many things one can try I try to keep up But the kids all pass me by And everybody's gone surfing now I sit at home while I'm Learning how to disguise And the scene gets in my eye 
idle days when we trip on down to the beach A feeling nags me that there's something far out of reach And everybody's gone surfing now I try to fight it and I'm learning how to disguise Sea mist gets in my eyes. So goodbye, Laguna. I should have left the party sooner. So long. And Leo. Adios, mi amigo, carry on That was Sea Mist from Joe Bourdais. The answer to Wayne's question, what does it mean to be free? Which, if you are a fan of Nina Simone and you were like, we we probably didn't put that on because it was just sort of jibber-jabber before we started playing. But uh, that song made me think of the Nina Simone song, I Wish I Could... I wish I knew what it means to be free, I believe is the name of the song. So I was just thinking about that as the title, but that not to your song, which is a totally different thing, Sea Mist. But I, that sort of, if you were I listening. I think Joe's song can answer both. Okay. So, uh, Joe, tell us a little bit about that beautiful song played on the 12 string guitar. Uh, that's a song I worked on for a few years before it uh, turned out to be uh, that. Um, you know, I. I know a lot of really great surfers, and uh, you know, on the literal side of that song, it's literally about my failure to surf uh, and feeling just a little bit left out. Um, mm. Although uh, I've had the you know the the best opportunities to uh, excel at it, um, I find it slightly masochistic. Something it's about the paddle out. <clears throat> yeah, it's so hard surfing. Yeah. 
Yeah, no one tells you about the paddling out. <laughs> Number one, that's the first thing. It's like you just see people out there, they're having a ball. But no one tells you it's like incredibly hard to paddle out there. And then to like sit up on the board and then paddle it. Right. The timing with the wave, incredibly hard. Right. Aside from the uh, literal uh, uh, being left out of uh, a, a surf scene or a, some kind of a thing, uh, it has a, a little more existential. Uh, uh, Surfing kind of always sort of has to... an existential, philosophical quality. The whole ethos of surfing seems to be it's probably the most philosophical. Riding of the waves, sports man. or pastime. Yeah, Going it's like with the flow. Right, well, that's the ideal. The I'm not sure if you know if everyone hits that ideal or is thinking about it. But that's uh, the goal. Our though. buddies are. Yeah, that's cosmic the goal. It's to be yeah. in harmony with the wave, the way it's changing, mm-hmm. where it's pushing you. Yeah, yeah. The sea mist. It's pushing up in the air. Right. Hence Joe's <laughs> song. <laughs> right. Okay. So it's like, yes. Yeah, so what? What do you mean? Like it's. The sea mist is like, what do you mean when it's pushing up I'm in the air? I'm going to say, you know, that sea mist is the answer. To what question. it feels to, like to be free? Or no, what, feel, what does it mean to be free? Yeah, it's to be able to feel sea mist. To be able to feel it, to, not to be it, but to feel it. I, you know, we are water, aren't we, really? A, a we large part of us. You know, if and it then, wasn't for water. We I mean, are songs, as artists, I feel like maybe you could say that songs are like sea mist. They're the, the stuff that comes off of us, and it's ephemeral, and yeah. it, like you're, the, the song everything. can hit you sea the way. Sea mist is everything. That's, yeah. what, that's what we're learning here. Okay, yeah. Well, we, it's, it's also where our bodies are free in water. We're just floating. Drowning. Drowning. That's what freedom is. It's the sea. It's sea mist. Yeah, okay. It's us. It's everything. I, I have a few ideas that were in the lyrics I wanted to okay. get into, but I, 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 love the, I love when people just get... Because sometimes it's, it's like synchronicity is so there that you don't... Like talking about it is like, oh, like if you were just playing music, you just sort of look at each other and have that realization of like, oh, that's cool, and then move on, right? Because that, you know, when you're playing music with someone, those synchronicities happen. Like, you'll be playing and you'll see someone playing red dress, and then someone walks by with a red dress, and the guitar player's like, oh, cool. But, yeah. got, you know, can't, can't get hung up on that. You've got to just move on to the next chord yeah. change or whatever. Yeah. So, but I did have a couple of ideas. So, uh, the idea that a feeling nags me that there's something out of reach, mm-hmm. I do feel like the, I, the concept of freedom is more about the lack of it than the experience of it. Sort of like you don't really appreciate being able to breathe freely unless you have just had a cold and then you're like, oh my God, just being able to breathe through my nose is amazing. But you don't walk around feeling liberated because you can breathe freely through your nose. It's that aching for the thing that you can't have that defines what we think of as the concept of freedom, sure. especially like in America, like rebellion against whether it's rebellion against the king or rebellion against slavery or rebellion against personal overlords, rebellion against personal those. demons. Yes, you gotta love. Got to be free of those. Yeah. Got to be free of those. So yeah. So then, and then, well, that that's what the the other line about leave the party sooner. Adios, mi amigo, carry on. First of all, we're we're in a time where there were. Uh, the people who would speak in that language are experiencing a lack of freedom in a lot of areas in this country and more in lack of case, freedom. In this case, I would be speaking to uh, Mr. Uh, Leo Carrillo. Leo beach. Carrillo. Yes. 
I don't know who Leo Carrillo is. Uh, I don't remember either, I'm afraid. <laughs> okay. Well, he's talking about I, the beach. He's I, saying bye to the beach. Yeah. Like, sea well, beach, it's time to... Well, so I, this is what I was thinking. In. So I was thinking that there's something about just like being a, like in a way, and when you talk about personal demons, freedom is about being able to say no. Being able to have a boundary and say, okay, I might be missing out on something, but it's my choice. And I'm going to say... I'm going to leave the party sooner. I know, you know, I don't have to stay. I can ch- stay, but the uh, the freedom is the ability to say no and have that no taken seriously, right? As and friendly, it's, it's mes, mes, mes amigo. So you right. have that choice to say right. no, right? In the context of Make this the song, the freedom, what the what the protagonist is longing for is he's not he's not engaging with what he's perceiving all around him. Mm-hmm. And he's saying goodbye to it. And when he's at this place or at the beach or he's looking out over the ocean, he has some kind of a lack of fulfillment that he's experiencing. Mm-hmm. I would say that the freedom would be something that this person is seeking. Mm-hmm. And what he is seeking he will not be found in basically the societal or the material world that he's surrounded by, I would say the freedom would be the ability to transcend the expectations, to make it in the scene, to to be at the cool party. It's mm-hmm. within. The freedom is within. And I did. I do think there's an interesting synchronicity here in that this is a song about leaving the beach, and we started with you both leaving the shore. Oh, here we go. That's the red dress. That's the red dress. The red. It's just the red dress. Did it's you floating it? out it to sea. Through. It's <laughs> floating out to sea. This is like, yeah. very nice. Okay. Well, thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show.
ましょう。